Hey, it's been out for a while, but if you haven't seen Last Jedi yet, I'm just warning you, there's some spoilers in this episode. Okay. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Real Classy, the podcast where we talk about old black and white movies with various guests and uh, people. Uh, today, we are talking about the 1940 uh, Jimmy Stewart Margaret Sullivan classic, Shop Around the Corner. Mm. And uh, our guest today is our first returning guest on Real Classy. You know her from The Apartment, I believe, with Jack Lemmon uh, last last time. And uh, this is Sahali Jensen. Hello, Sahali. Hello. <clears throat> How are you? Good. How are you? I'm pretty good. Just got done with my regular life, and now I'm with you. <laughs> now, Sahali, I remember the last time you were on the podcast, if I remember correctly, you were talking about how you aren't so much involved in a film career per se right now, and you're doing something. You were, yeah, I believe you were preparing for a new uh, stage in your career. So what? Tell tell the people what you're doing now. Uh, well, right now I work as a medical assistant at the Virginia Mason Cancer Institute at the Medical Center, and <clears throat> I went back to MA school so because it's a prerequisite for physician assisting school, and I'm thinking about um, going back to get my master's and become a PA, which is basically a, a doctor light. It's like a doctor that can practice under the licensure of a doctor. So, I mean, it's not, it's a provider. That's what I'm trying to say. Provider that works under the doc, the licensure of a doctor, but can do doctor stuff. So, so you're going to be a doctor. Well, light, the doctors wouldn't like it. If I doctor said I was going to be a doctor, they're very like a, particular about who gets to, gets to be called doctor. <laughs> a doctor with low calories. I mean, to be fair, it takes like 10 years to become a doctor and only two years and a bachelor's degree to become a PA. So, hey, so that's six like, years. Uh, that's still a lot of years. So let's be sounds honest. Sounds like that's the, that's the good end of the stick. Well, cool. <laughs> um, <clears throat> and are you enjoying it? I mean, I assume, I assume if you're seeking higher education for it, you must be getting some fulfillment out of it, correct? Yeah, I mean, I kind of was swimming with the harvey weinstein vibes of the world and so i'm glad to be okay in another zone <laughs> well i mean that's an extreme example but i feel like there's a lot of uh, that kind of personality that gravitates towards film production and it's and it's hard if you want to work on a high level eventually oh, goodness, you'll run into well. it but I, I didn't work on a high level but that's the point i didn't really want to get into right that world well, for those that's, reasons that's totally fair and you know <laughs> Sure, hope that <laughs> that uh, I never meet Harvey Weinstein. On, yeah, probably. Yeah, well, or anyone else uh, of the <laughs> like. So, yeah. good for you, uh, and bad for film, I guess. But you know, we're we're all trying to make this world a better place in 2018. So there we go. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> the culture is changing, y'all. Yeah, right. Or at least we hope it is, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Yeah. That's the idea. So hopefully someday <clears throat> I'll make 
the film that I've always dreamed of making, but Hey, you know, that one that one lady directed Wonder Woman and she's doing pretty well for herself, right? Yeah. Yeah, and Lynn Shelton, she's didn't start directing until she was forty. And she's pretty successful. That's right, I believe I believe you mentioned that on the last uh, I probably did. It's giving me hope. It's the fire that lights the flame that will yeah. do things. The, uh, the, it's the spark that uh, exactly lights the flame that will burn the rebellion or that will burn the empire to the ground. Yeah, we'll burn you down the Star first Wars, order. Yeah, the first order. Yeah. Ooh. yeah. What'd you think of that movie? Um, uh, it was plot hole riddled. But, what? But I, I mean, I, to be because fair. Because Luke Skywalker I, could to... uh, materialize in a different place. Mm-mm. mm-mm. Um, yeah, and then and the princess Leia could be blown into outer space, but somehow fail to die and just like force herself back. Force with I didn't, the force. I wouldn't say that she failed to die. I would say that she succeeded to live because I'm a feminist. Oh, um, okay. now it's Is interesting that a to bring that up. Too, though. <laughs> oh yeah, spoiler alert this, for anyone yeah, who hasn't seen we might Last be Jedi. Say other stupid things uh, that gives away stuff. Although, if you're familiar with uh, the news of the last year, I do have another very terrible spoiler regarding Carrie Fisher. Um, So, (laughs) one thing, though, that my friend Matt Hadley... You remember Matt Hadley? Mm Mm-hmm. Before Last Jedi came out, he was telling me how uh, he thought that there was no point in the Star Wars uh, universe, at least thus far... Where any where space had actually been like a, the vacuum of space had actually been a threat to anybody or any part of the story. Like there was no point up till that where anyone was out in space or in a space suit. It's true. Or like getting sucked into space. So like I was, I was like like it was kind of weird to think about that. Like oh, it's not actually happened. Like space is like not actually that big a part of Star Wars. Interestingly. But now they've they've gone and done it, so it's true. Good. <laughs> they explored that, and they decided that space is a fantasy land where rules of physics and other things don't apply. Thermodynamics, well, actually, whatever. And I may be speaking out of turn, but I believe uh, that the belief. Of someone dying immediately in the vacuum of space is incorrect, and I think that the human body could actually survive for up to a couple minutes in space before dying. Really? You wouldn't, like, immediately freeze because it's so cold? It'd be cold, but I don't think you would... I mean, I don't think you'd have a very good day, but... No, I think (laughs) think if you got force-fielded back into the spaceship, you'd probably have permanent brain damage. Yeah. Force fielded. Yeah, whatever. I was gonna say forced, like because she's using the force, but that yeah. also means but things then in that normal gets back English. Into, so. like the Harvey Weinstein kind yeah, of situation. Exactly. Anyway, so we're talking about Shop Around the Corner. Yeah. Which is a film yes. about this shop that's around the corner <laughs> and True. these annoying cigarette boxes and some people who are so dumb they don't even have email yet. So. <laughs> What yeah. is your connection to Shop Around the Corner? When did you first see it, and uh, how did you come to love it so much? Uh, my mom knew about it. She was really into it. She likes Jimmy Stewart. Jimmy Stewart's pretty like magical in terms of character actors, but yes, I mean, well, I guess he's a leading man, but I feel like almost he's a character actor because he's the same 
person. He just does this certain like withdrawn, melancholy style. Oh well, middle uh, class guy. Clarence, you know. Clarence. Yeah, it's so yeah. cute. You know. Well, maybe that's not the he right was, word. But. Now, now, the, the, interesting. You say that. Did you find this is? I think the youngest I've seen Jimmy Stewart in a movie. I've only seen a few Jimmy Stewart movies. That's so fair. this was like seemed like more of a actual leading man jimmy stewart not that like in what's the one uh wonderful life it's not like he was like an ugly old man in that but mm-hmm. you know yeah. he's probably a little bit older and and more mature so what do you think would you uh you know would you go on a date with uh, jimmy stewart in this movie yeah i mean well i thought the arc was really great because yeah i probably would have hated him at well i don't know i feel like they had some weird. I feel like I didn't know how to feel about him. Part like at the beginning he was really nice, and then somehow they got feuding, and I don't even know how that happened. And yeah, we kind of missed that part. But it created like a tension, so I would say yes. I mean, generally yes as well. But I mean, you know, it's funny that like people back then in the way they dressed and did their hair, they looked like old men as young men. So, like, I always just, mm-hmm. in my head, he's, like, a grandpa, even though he's not, you know? He was probably, like, yeah. younger than me then. But because they all, like, maybe it's just because as the generations move forward, it's, like, the styles and trends move with that generation. Right. And they so you just as- associate it, and... yeah, with, like, old people. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That's why when I watch old movies, I'm never, like, oh, yeah getting with it because it's like oh yeah would be getting with my grandpa you know (laughs) i have that association somehow (laughs) you're not into older men is what i'm hearing i think at a healthy level like i mean a little older more mature have some like oh you know have grown a little bit fellas hope you're listening but probably not that old (laughs) right not as old as jimmy stewart who i think well he's would be like a hundred now yeah Yeah. he's dead now but but, he is a dead guy yeah Yeah. r.i.p but when he was a lot i mean he was alive when i was alive but that's even creepier because i was like five years old so so. in a different world yeah you never Um, know (laughs) (laughs) anyways uh yeah jimmy stewart anyways so your mom liked this movie yeah and you liked it Mm-hmm. Yeah, as kids, we would always watch old movies with uh, when we went to our grandparents' house. That's how I got introduced to a lot of old movies and black and white movies and stuff like that. Old cartoons, Bugs Bunny. Cool. Yeah. So that's all right. Kind of fell in my lap. <laughs> I didn't have to. I didn't have to seek it out, is what I'm trying to say. That's cool. I know that when I was a kid, we would watch Jerry Lewis movies when I would go to my aunt's house. She had a bunch of tapes with Jerry Lewis movies. Hmm. So that's, I guess, my my uh, memory in that scenario. But mm-hmm. Anyways, Shop Around the Corner also is very clearly the inspiration for the movie You've Got Mail yeah. with uh, Meg Ryan and Tom Hanks. Well, you know, when I looked it up, I found that both shop around the corner and you've got mail are attributed to a play called perfume perfumia or something it's like actually so the reason why shop around the corner is set in budapest is because the play was so it kind of made more sense after that but now that actually is leads me to a question is i don't know anything about budapest or hungary Mm -hmm. uh 
Is that what Budapest is like? Is it just America, basically? <laughs> I don't think so. I mean, they hinted at it a little bit that it was different culturally. There was literally one line where Mr. Marvel Marvel Doc Girl says, you're alone on Christmas Eve in Budapest? Otherwise, I don't think there was anything that would have led me to believe that this took place in anywhere but America. Well, he did send money to his wife that was in like... Oh, that's Pur- right. He sent her garble garbles. Durgles. Yeah. Or I can't remember. <laughs> he sent her a thousand garble darbles. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, damn. That was, oh, I mean, darn. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was a lot of money. But also it was in double boobles. So I have no idea. Yeah. It could have been like nothing. I did feel really stressed out every time he, she asked for money, though. I was like, dude, this guy's like, his shop may not last. Why do you keep asking for money? You greedy lady so and so yeah Yeah. what the heck and we clearly came to find out that she was not not the greatest uh, on the up and up yeah yeah which is funny we never meet her but yet we hate her yeah the unseen enemy as freud would say Mm. speaking of freud Uh (laughs) did you notice that that uh that the doctor uh that peppy was talking to who was like it's probably a nervous breakdown did you notice that guy looked exactly like freud was that supposed to no, be for Oh, I didn't notice. But it yeah. could have been a hint at it. Or maybe they're just trying to make him look like European. Wasn't Freud like Eastern? Was he Eastern European? I think he was Mexican, actually. Oh, so Pepe is uh, also an interesting character. Very interesting. Didn't you kind of feel like Pepe was like sort of... I almost felt like Pepe was like a now in times guy who was transported back in time to be in this movie. Yeah, I don't know. Poor Peppy was kind of a dick in the end because, like, Peppy like had mm-hmm. to like. Peppy was kind of a mean person in the end <laughs> because Peppy had to do all these stupid things, and then as soon as he was out of that role, he forced the other person to do all those things. It was like, dude, That's Peppy, don't you remember? <laughs> don't you remember what it was That's like? Capitalism, Pepp's? my dear girl. He took his lashes, and now it was someone else's turn. Yeah, but that's how the cycle continues—the cycle of abuse. Oh, so you're one of these people who just thinks that I should give all my money to poor people. No, but abuse is different. <laughs> Poverty, I mean, you know. Yeah. That's, no, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to think of things kidding. not to say that aren't swear words, but nothing comes to mind. <clears throat> you shouldn't abuse your employees, I think, is what you're trying yeah, to say. probably. And you shouldn't, uh, you know, f- uh, pay it forward abuse-wise, if you've been abused in a job. Yeah. I mean, he probably but, wasn't that abused. I don't know. Well, Rudy seemed to still uh, be very grateful for his position. Rudy was a character we saw for all of one or two scenes, <laughs> mm-hmm. but had a nice little story arc of then him yeah. and Mr. Kramp, 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 uh, got to spend <laughs> Christmas together and worked Ma- alone. Ma- modest check. Ma- Maricek, Ma- that was it. Maricek's Mar- shop. Something a check. Maricek. Maricek, maybe. Maricek. Mar- Mr. Maricek and Company. I think it was Maria. I feel like I've heard that recently. Oh, underwear. Um, <laughs> so, wha- what? What? <laughs> uh, no. I th- <laughs> so wait, what were you? You were on a train of thought with that. Uh, Peppy. Yeah. Time traveling, Peppy. Because he answers the phone and he's all like, yeah, and would you like to speak to Mr. Vanish? And then he hangs up and he's like, draw your own conclusions. Like, it just seemed like a very kind of clever, quirky, well, he was like, funny guy. 
What did he say? Oh, he was... <laughs> oh, no, that was when he was talking to his wife. He he talked back to that to Mr. Monchek's wife, too, didn't he? When yeah, she that's called. what I mean, yeah. Because she was telling oh, him to yeah, come yeah. run errands, and he was telling her off. Don't you mean and then you he, want... Yeah. And, and also, he said... <laughs> Well, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to give it all away, but if it wasn't for me, the store would be closed due to suicide and you'd all be out of a job. Like, I know. He, he said he wasn't going to give it away and then he clearly gave it away. And then he basically says over the phone that Matichek's wife was sleeping with Mr. Vadish and mm-hmm. yeah, it was fun. Mm-hmm. It was funny. Yeah, he sort of was like the guy who was transported into the movie to say what we were all thinking. Yeah, that's true. I didn't think about that. He was a good device in that way. Plot device. Yeah. What other characters did you like in this movie? Um, you know, that was one thing I noticed when I was rewatching it was that You didn't char- like any of the No, characters. the characters are all individually very interesting. Except for maybe mm-hmm. that one other chick. That you know, yeah, I the, even the forget her name. Lady. Yeah. Because she yeah. didn't really have much of a story. And also we don't like to use words like chick. I know oh. that you come from Hollywood, but we, we like to say women on this oh, podcast. Oh, women. Uh, um, futurist feminine, no. <clears throat> but yeah, she was the only one who didn't really seem to have much of an arc. There was, of course, Mr. Matichek, who tried to shoot himself. Yeah, <laughs> um, that's a little dramatic. Which was a pretty dark part of the story. And uh, there was... What's his face? Who I I guess was the Dave Chappelle of this movie, um, and then the there Dave was, Chappelle of this movie. Which one yeah, because Dave one? Chappelle was in Tom Hanks's version. Dave Chappelle was his best friend that he has look in really? the window to see if Meg. Yeah, no, did you not you sneak realize that Dave Chappelle into somewhere in it? No, I did not realize that. Wait, do I sneak Dave Chappelle into conversation a lot? Last time we recorded, you made a Dave Chappelle joke. Which Dave Chappelle joke? It was the one about how, like, you've got mail is, oh, sh- that's why, because they're connected. I mean, oh. Uh, you could just edit that out. Um, I don't know. Maybe I'll bleep it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't mind bleeps. Um, makes me seem cooler. Um no like i think you were making a joke about dave Chappelle because i talked about you got mail did you know he was in that before when we you made that joke probably okay it's one of my favorite things about the universe dave Chappelle. Mm-hmm. i mean and the fact that he was in you've got mail specifically he's pretty great i like dave Chappelle. i mean Funny like his show i like i mean i don't know about him today's but that show that was on in 2003 yeah that old one that was a good one yeah Sorry if you can hear babies upstairs. They are like screaming and crying. So uh, uh, context. You know we welcome we welcome babies on Real Classy. We yeah. are a baby friendly podcast. Okay, well, other podcasts hate babies. <laughs> we like babies, but you like babies. Okay, noted. Mm-hmm. Chris Emerson, we like babies. <laughs> babies. Anyways, <laughs> so. Let's say uh, let's talk a little bit more about Shop Around the Corner, yeah, and then sorry. we can kind of jabber Meander. about whatever. Actually, if you want to talk about Marvel movies, I'm totally down for that. I, but <laughs> I feel like that's a podcast by another name. But I like that we uh, modern stuff gets tied in because it kind of shows the lineage of you know how all media is kind of related and influences it each other. Maybe 
You know? Yeah, I would say that uh, the Marvel movies definitely influenced Shop Around the no, Corner. No, no, I think Shop Come Around on, the Corner, obviously, Sally. since it was made in 1940, influenced the Marvel movies. I mean, that yeah. dialogue, those sets, those two sets. You know that scene when two you know, Captain America have. walks into that <laughs> restaurant and Black Widow's sitting there with that rose in her book and he's like... Hey, Black Widow, what are you waiting for? And she's like, go away, go away. I don't like you. Um, have you seen You've Got Mail anytime recently? Um, I did, like, in terms of, like, I think the reason I brought it up in the last time we recorded was because I had seen it. But that technically has been a long time now. But in terms of, like, watching rom-coms from my past, I've watched it more recently than other ones. So... It's somewhat fresh in my memory, considering. Yeah. I haven't seen it probably since I was a kid, but I went and looked at some clips on YouTube just before we started here. Mm -hmm. And I think the main thing I got is, well, two things stand out and they're sort of related. The first thing that comes to mind is, wow, this movie like looks really beautiful. Mm. Like, especially after just watching Shop Around the Corner, I was kind of like, man, by 1998, they really nailed it. Like, as far as what a rom-com should look like like the depth of field mm -hmm. and all the camera shots and the colors were really nice and the lighting was all warm and pretty mm -hmm. but also meg ryan and tom hanks were young pretty meg ryan and young and tom hanks True. and not old you know we only do like political dramas and no one would really want to see us kiss on camera anymore people <laughs> yeah and was it her or michelle pfeiffer who like destroyed their face by doing too much plastic surgery one of them like they were pretty and are you i think you're talking about either uma thurman or renee zellweger no no it's totally one of those two because i get speaking of that i get them confused all the time michelle pfeiffer and meg ryan and i get jimmy stewart and and carrie grant Jimmy mixed Kimmel. up all the time because they it's weird especially in hitchcock films i forget which one Jimmy Stewart's in and which one Cary Grant was in because they just Hitchcock seem so films. similar. I still haven't seen any Hitchcock films. Oh no, that's terrible. Well, the funny thing is like yeah. also Cary Grant and Jimmy Stewart in those Hitchcock films are like totally different characters than I normally associate them with because Hitchcock just is like a different genre for most of the actors. I'm, I assume they're in his movies, but Yeah. That's an interesting coincidence that there's two actors from that the first movie, The Shop Around the Corner, and two movie or two movies, <laughs> two actors from uh, from uh, You've Got Mail that I get confused. What are the chances? <laughs> Ooh, That's funny. Spooky. It's like the X Files. Now, anyway, uh, also, <laughs> You've Got Mail. Directed by Nora Ephron. Yeah. So that's right? a woman. So there you go. Pretty fancy. Hey, sisters are doing it for themselves. Am I right, yeah. ladies? Hey. Uh, but yeah. Yeah. You've got mail. Looked really pretty. And they just straight up lifted some lines from mm. this movie, which I guess are probably lifted straight <clears throat> up from the play. You said Perfumaville? Perfumania? Perfumia? I think it's about a perfume shop. That's... Like the the play, like and if you noticed, or I noticed that shop around the corner is very is shot, very um, play like because like it's very 
shot from one one direction and yeah. it shot like on band. one set almost there might be a second there was a second place where they met for you know to meet at the sh- the whatever the restaurant restaurant and when they did that you notice like everything like you keep expecting them to show a point of view shot mm-hmm. in the window to show yeah. the girl sitting there but they never do yeah. probably because it wasn't the same set the inside and the outside of the restaurant no not at all yeah yeah, yeah i do like that scene which is though. just <laughs> weird when two people keep talking to each other and saying it's she is pretty it's her. Yeah. Go, oh, what well, it is, and you never just show what the people are talking about. But it's very play-like too, you know. Like if you yeah, were watching yeah. it as a play, they couldn't cut to the inside. And I feel like a lot of older movies are shot that way, where yeah. they don't even think about you can do that because they're so used to just taking kind of a play format and putting it on the screen. It's true. Um, but which one was it? His Girl Friday was like that, like. To a great degree yeah. where it was like everything is from one angle and maybe the camera kind of pans around the room. But yeah, totally. It never still, really I noticed that about old film, older films. And I th- question for you. I yeah. thought answer that. Oh, daily double like this one. Why don't they make simple character driven movies like this anymore? And two, do you think this is kind of related to that first question? Is that because they shot it like it was a play and because they didn't allow themselves to like cut away or show more close ups, different angles, dynamic, like lots of camera movement. Do you think that helps create movies that are more character and plot like simple plot driven? Because I was thinking, man, they didn't they had to be creative in some ways with the story to make up for what they couldn't do or didn't realize they could do with camera work and Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. other stuff. And then and the movie is very much the direction is very much based off performances versus any sort of camera related, you know, you were not blown away by any of that aspect of the film. So I was pondering those two questions. I'm curious what you think. Yeah, I think so. It, cause it's funny. It does feel like sort of a simpler story, doesn't it? Like, yeah. Like when it, like basically you have Mr. Crab, Crabble tree, uh, (laughs) Getting... <laughs> it is chronic Not mis- though. Who's, Craw- who's the Crawlick? other guy? Craw- Mr. Chronic. Cr- don't they call him Crowlick? Crowlick. Cr- Crowlick. Cricky crack. <laughs> that's uh that's Jimmy Stewart. I guess I could look at the IMDB that I have open right here. Oh, good call. Uh, and it is instead of me sounding Crowlick. like an idiot. Crowlick. Crowlick. Yeah. Crowlick. It almost sounds like chronic Anyways. though when that one old guy says his name. So that's Mr. probably chronic. why. Yeah, he's really into yeah. uh, some you know stuff we can't talk about. <laughs> okay, Shh. W- West Coast. Sorry. Yeah, West Coast is best coast <laughs> because everything's legal on since, the West Coast now. Until Jeff Sessions since, gets a hold since of obviously us, obviously nobody. Ooh, <laughs> Just wait political. for the Jeff Sessions. He's coming. He's like a boogeyman. Hey, this is Didn't gonna date just, your podcast. Yep. Yeah, didn't he just get fired, or what am I thinking? <laughs> Is I don't know. I just read a headline that said Jeff Sessions hates marijuana. That was it. <laughs> I just read a headline that said <laughs> Jeff, Jeff Sessions, Sessions and I was hates like, marijuana. Oh, no. P.S. Carbon copy. Washington, California, and Oregon, watch out. Because he's going to shake you. Wait, this was, an, was this an email? 
to the states? Uh, I don't know. It was a very strange headline. I was very confused about why someone would get through an editorial panel with that, but it really just summed this was up on a, what he was trying to say. This was on a newspaper that you saw? No, I'm kind of joking. But I did see Jeff okay, Sessions, good. marijuana, not safe, something, go after store owners, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. He says that it's uh, only slightly worse than heroin. And uh, oh yeah. my! God. Anyways, <laughs> okay, I'm not going to go into here, my philosophy about marijuana. We're not here marijuana. to talk about you know that sweet danky crank crank. <laughs> we're here to talk about movies. Mr. Chronic, Krlik. Yeah, we're talking about Mr. Chronic, and his story arc in this movie is basically come into work, uh, get some Alka Seltzer, mm. hire a girl reluctantly mm-hmm. then i guess in an unseen period of time develop a sort of animosity towards her but like a f- not terribly uncivilized mm-hmm. not not like a crazy well like a 1940s animosity very polite yeah. and you mr know. and mrs exactly Miss- isn't it weird how what's his name matichek uh he says, you know, Mrs. Matichek's very fond of you. Can you imagine a husband these days saying, <laughs> no. you know, my wife, Mrs. Emerson, <laughs> like he would just say like Brenda. Yeah. Uh, that is one thing I thought was interesting. Like, I, I feel like even like Bill Gates wouldn't be like Mrs. Gates. Yeah. I don't know. No, I don't think so. Isn't it, isn't it weird thing. how time is, is different now than it was back then? Oh, uh, yeah. The customs, the customs. <clears throat> anyway. So he hires the girl. Mr. Matichek tries to kill himself. Or no, he gets fired. Mr. Matichek tries to kill himself. He gets hired back. And then he fi- and he finds out that, uh, you know, what's her face? Who's the girl? Kubelik? <laughs> Mrs. Kubelik, I think. Novak. No. Well, it is. Then who's Kubelik? Oh, who's that's Kubelik? from the apartment. <laughs> I'm getting him crossed. Mrs. Yes. Novak? Okay. We're doing a different one. Mm. Yeah. Basically... He has his job back. He's manager now, so he's up higher in the world. Yeah. And he knows that who Novak is. Yeah. And at that point, he's just kind of toying with her oh, for the totally. rest of the movie. Like he's he's got all the cards in his hands. Yeah. And like it's just interesting. Like not a, and I, that's probably how you got mail goes too. But it's just like the only real issue now will be how does he reveal this to her? And will she still like him once he does? Which I feel like is never really in well, question. And his his technique was pretty was pretty hilarious. Like you know how he made her think that he was a fat guy. Well, how he made her think that he like he put this image of like some horrifying creature yeah. in her head, and then was like, "But it's actually uh, me. Isn't that so much better? No one, uh, because I couldn't be that bad." <laughs> Because no one could ever love a bald fat guy. Well, well no one what was the name he made it for him too? His name was terrible. <laughs> Stop it. I'm not. I'm ignoring you. <laughs> I'm ignoring you. Uh, you're making this very awkward. He said Mr. Mr. <laughs> Mr. Pop. Mr. Poplar. Yeah. Mr. Pop. Something like that. Pop. It was, it was Popper? Pop something. And his, the first name oh, was terrible too. Wasn't it like. Herman or Hernia. It didn't. Those don't sound like terrible names to me. Well, it just sounded like Mrs. You would be Mrs. His name, you know? And it was a terrible Mrs. name. Poplar. No, it wasn't Poplar. It, didn't it was seem like. That bad. It was something terrible. Popper? It was something with a P. 
Uh, was it Peppy? No, it was not that. I mean, okay, I'm checking on it right now because this is very key to yeah. our understanding yes. of the psych- psychological aspects of the... Um... But anyways, I thought it was hilarious because he kind of knew if he just told her outright, she'd be like, oh my God, it's you. You're terrible. You're you're mean to me. But he makes it sound like a way worse person so that in comparison, guess, he's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And um, it's funny that that scene I also thought was kind of interesting that it just takes place there in the store as almost as though to be like eh, we don't have time to go to another location to have this happen it's just yeah i mean that's why i think it's very like based off a of play idea because plays will do that all the time like <clears throat> just combine you know like you could have gone to a ton of really awesome locations but instead we're just gonna have yeah. the whole thing in this house I, w- I was expecting him to go to wherever they were planning to meet and be the guy there and just like what happens in you've got mail mm-hmm. when he runs up with the dog and mm-hmm. yeah yeah anyway have, have you figured out mr poplar's name uh, yet? i'm i'm on it but it's taking a, a okay. hot second hot second not just a second it's hot um so, in the meantime <laughs> yes continue i mean i don't know what else is there really to say about this movie is it uh is it a good movie yes is it an old movie yes well you never really talked about your thoughts on like does it make a movie's simplicity of the plot do they have to be more creative more... and make a better story and characters because they have less tools i don't know that it would be a better story now but like okay like well uh, i'll I'll say my opinion later but you keep doing your opinion real (laughs) quick okay thank you for the permission to have you're welcome um like if you look at say this compared to you've got mail that was a more modern movie with a lot nicer fancy camera work and stuff like that Mm -hmm. and so that might make it it makes it a little bit more eye candy, which might make it seem like more of a spectacle cinematically, but it's not necessarily a better story. Um, it, I, I don't know. It made it, it, I think it made you've got mail a longer movie. Probably that one's probably more than like 99 minutes. So <laughs> there's probably more pressure to stretch a movie out mm-hmm. these days. Cause you have all these and it would take longer like that's the other thing you kind of can run through plot points when everything's happening in two locations and you're not moving the camera all that often. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. So I don't know. I think that there's a charm to it because it's almost like, Hey, look at that. We're almost done with the movie already, (laughs) which maybe is like a negative thing to some people, but I kind of like it when a movie is just sort of neatly packaged in a, in a short form and it's easy to follow and it's, you know, it's, it's quaint and it's nice and it's simple. I like the simplicity as I guess what I should be saying. Yeah. Um, you look disappointed with that answer. No, I'm thinking I'm what I'm wondering is, okay, sure. Like some of the great movies, modern movies are based off. Like we said, like taming of the shrew, uh, was like a Shakespeare play. And, um, what movie? Oh, 10 things I hated value was based off that. And then Mm -hmm. Emma, like the, book written by Jane Austen. That's what um, Clueless is based off Clueless? of. Clueless? Yeah. And then this, you know, we have You Got Mail, which is like 
a shop around the corner, which is based off a old play. So like, which I think was actually based off of an even older book, which was based off of a series of letters sent uh, to the story. Yeah. So uh, the story foundation is based off of someone who could have an limited sort of storytelling, you know, staged. It was, they were all theatrical or maybe it's just the style of story. And I like it because it is simplistic. Maybe I just feel like there's no movies like that really period. Even if it wasn't like based off of like a theatrical having to be really limited standpoint, um, there aren't very many simple, just character driven movies that are decent, but there are, they're all on the Hallmark channel around Christmas time. And my mom watches all of them. Um, Do they happen to be on a channel called Hallmark? (laughs) Yeah, that's what I just said. The Hallmark channel. I thought you just, I didn't hear that part. There was a, I was home for Christmas. But they're terrible. I was home What's the difference? For Christmas. Hang on now. Are they? Yes. <laughs> or are they just? They're pretty terrible. They're not great. They're, I don't know that they're all terrible. There's one that we were watching that there's a scene between two people that takes place in an ice skating rink mm-hmm. and they're talking to each other first. And it was very clear oh, neither of these people are actually at this ice skating rink. This is both being done on green screen. And then they turn around to go skating, and I was like, watch, we won't see their faces at all. And sure enough, it was just like wide shots and close-ups of their hands. So they shot a romantic we're skating around scene without showing the characters at all, which I thought was funny just for scheduling or something. But those are movies that, like, I think that that's the kind of movie that will be shot more simply because that's more the situation that it was back then of like you've got a studio that's turning out movies at a lot faster pace with a lot less money probably so nowadays we have more money so the movies become more of a spectacle because there's more to compete with but yes i do i do kind of wish that there was more movies like that now from at least from a filmmaker point of view it would be cool to be able to turn out a movie more quickly because you're not worrying so much about the cinematography and whatnot, but then you would have a movie that looks like a Hallmark movie in most cases, (laughs) unless it just looked like a play, which I guess that would be an art form in itself. Well, yeah, I just think there are a few movies that accomplish a simple style of shooting And they're all story driven and they're really good. It's just nobody. I think everybody is so tied to the spectacle being the thing that sells the movie. That um, and it does to some extent. I just would like to see a movie that's. uh, You feel I don't know, like there's so much there's so such high stakes with those fancy movies that it's like there's such yeah. a a rate or and I'm usually let down so there's such a it's such a high to such a low but if there's so something you, that's just, just a saying, simple story you there's the satisfaction of going on that you know the character performance is really the thing drawing you in there's nothing else distracting that no I basically. think I mean the story is good too but I just think maybe maybe it's the pendulum swing I'm just tired of let's okay we've explored this let's move to something fresh and interesting but mm-hmm. well and imagine... that's what tv is right now 
they are character and story driven and they still have some flash, but they're not focused on it always. But look at like the most popular like TV show in the world, The Big Bang Theory. Have you seen this show? Yes. Now, but think about it. Think about like that shooting setup yeah. where there's like these sets and they don't leave those places yeah. and everything shot from one side. It's basically the same kind of setup that we had in a movie like this. Exactly. It's just yeah. nowadays that's clearly obvious to the viewer and it's not like people mind it people still love those shows but yeah. i don't imagine well, that the big bang theory movie would do as no, well if it was but i don't like i don't think it's the shooting particularly i feel like i'm just saying that was a constriction on them then and mm-hmm, that mm-hmm, forced yeah. them to think about the story elements and i just wish there were ah. the things that they could be shot like with our modern techniques not necessarily flat as flash flashy but with our modern techniques just focused more on the story than showing giant robots destroying buildings. <clears throat> well, you do still have movies like that. They're just like indie movies and they don't exactly. get as much yeah. love. Yeah. I, yeah. And there's still good yeah. movies like that. Yeah. I just yeah. think, I don't like, know. Like, uh, that movie outsourced that came out and then they <laughs> made that in NBC show about it. Uh, Remember that? Hush. That was a good movie. Yeah. It was all right. So Holly worked for the company that made that movie. Yes, yes, yes. This is this is a real deal. This podcast is legit. No, it's so legit. You should be telling your friends about it. I do. It's too legit. I do. No, I mean, <laughs> I was talking to the listener. Sorry. Oh, okay. Okay, okay. <laughs> the Got it singular now. listener, which is probably going to be me. <laughs> Anyways, um, there was good movie though. Yeah. What? What else? Oh, what dude. Else? So one thing I was noticing was especially. When he was talking to um, that really cute family guy and the I family he, guy, no, the guy who's like the family man, family man. That's more what I should have said. You know, he was talking to him about how he saw that he saw the advertisement in the paper for someone who wanted to correspond. Yeah. With Dave Chappelle. Yeah. <laughs> no, this is from Shop Around the Corner. This one. This no, movie. but the but the Dave Chappelle of this movie. Oh, who yeah, was like yeah. A mustachioed the guy, man. Yeah. Well, like who? Wait, was he? He was probably like actually Hungarian then. I don't know. Well, boot. Yeah. Was he? I mean, he's trying to be. Anyways, everybody else in the movie was, seemed like a regular white person. Yes, I don't really. <laughs> that didn't make, but it makes just about as much sense as like people that they try to make feel exotic in fantasy films always have an English accent. That doesn't make any sense either. They didn't mm-hmm. have to speak English accent in fantasy worlds. It just yeah. sounds cooler. In ancient Greece. <laughs> yeah. Especially when it's someone who doesn't naturally have an English accent. And you're like, they're obviously putting on an English accent. But why did they decide that was accent of the land? Yeah. But the, <clears throat> if you don't do that, then you get a movie like Gods of Egypt where, uh, <laughs> wait, who is the guy in that? Um, or like K-19, the Widowmaker. Ah, who was, uh, who was who's the guy Ford. from 300? Uh, you remember 300 yeah i do uh gerard butler <laughs> gerard butler gerard butler's in gods of egypt which oh, is a no. dumb bad movie Sounds terrible. but he's still speaking with like an irish accent in egypt so he's like that sounds this irish egyptian guy 
Yeah. And all the gods of Egypt just have like transformer neutral, powers. Yeah. If you're going to have that, pick a neutral accent. Like, don't just. What's a neutral accent? I don't know. Just not obviously Irish in Egypt. Yeah. That's a big faux pas. But like, I don't know. Maybe they could research what an ancient Egyptian accent sounded like. Or maybe they could hire an actor who's like Pacific Northwesterner and doesn't have much of anything going on. Oh, so that's neutral to yeah. you. Yeah. Midwestern American. No, Northwestern American. <laughs> Seattleites have no accent. Wouldn't you agree? I, I I wouldn't know. Well, you don't really have an accent either, so. I've never been to the West Coast. <laughs> no, I have. I don't have an accent. I'm from Minnesota, but I lived in Montana and See? Delaware when Montana. I was a kid, so I think that no negated accent. it. No accent. Northwest. Yeah. That's my theory, at least. Anyway. So you think an Egyptian person should sound like they're from Montana? No. If it's an American movie that mostly Americans will see. But, like, it, obviously they should probably be speaking Egyptian, but most of the world mm. isn't going to be able you know, like, for instance, like... How do you think they should walk? Like an Egyptian... Remember? Okay, but remember? We're, we're getting away from my <laughs> first part, which was that he was talking to that guy, and he was telling Dave him Chappelle. how he, like, found in the newspaper an ad for corresponding with someone... And then the guy was like, oh, yeah, there's like thousands of those in the paper or hundreds of those in the paper. And I was like, oh, my goodness. That was like the Tinder of the day. Yeah. Like asking, to like, can we correspond? And it's like, you could be talking to a creepo because that's what the guy even said. Except He's like, there's some weirdos on there. And I was like, oh, my goodness, it is just like Tinder. <laughs> Except it was exactly the opposite because Tinder is solely based on looks. <laughs> And this yes. was based on everything but looks. So it's reverse Tinder, but it's still like you don't really know the person. And like, right, the, yeah. and then see, the opposite problem came up at the end of the movie where he was telling her it was Mr. Papa, Papa something. And like, Pop he was Poppin' Jay. And he was totally ugly. And you know, you could have the reverse problem. You get like all like emotionally attached. Like, let's be honest. Physical attraction is an important part of a relationship, right? So mm -hmm. you're just going to, you're having problems with just the opposite ones, maybe. If you meet them and they're like yeah. ugly. And then the guy yeah. at the restaurant said like he had some lady who was waiting for the guy there. Oh, my God. And it's just like what happens in real life. I watch like I go to a restaurant or bar and I see someone waiting and they're obviously waiting for a Tinder date because they're like dressed up nice and they're like tapping their thumb and they're like waiting for the guy. And oh my God, I'm like, oh, that guy's not very he's screwing up big time by making you wait. But like. I've seen that. And then that restaurant owner was like, oh, yeah, I've seen some people waiting here with like a flower or a book. And it hasn't always gone well. Sometimes they look in the window and I think they think the person's ugly. And I found the flower they were supposed to have later. They must have seen her through the window and been like, oh, you're ugly. Like I was like, which oh, was a God. mean thing for <laughs> him know. to be saying because <laughs> he was he saying that he to her. That? I know. But then he was like, hey, if nobody shows up, I'll put a flower in my lapel. Eh, yeah, he eh. did say you don't have to worry about that because you're a hottie McToddy. Yeah, I believe that's an exact quote from the movie, yeah. which also kind of drew me out of the era a little bit. I know, just calling her hottie McToddy, it was like so ahead of its time. It was a revolutionary part yeah. of the movie. Yeah, I bet, <clears throat> I bet you Harvey Weinstein would call that someone that. He might. Anyways, so this, so yeah. It's like people Tinder. were ugly back then, and imagine the movie that was just about two <laughs> ugly people who meet. That's what I want to see. Yeah, that I would be really getting in the nitty gritty. That would be the interesting. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. I want to see the movie about two ugly people who see each other and they're both like, "Ugh, you're ugly," <laughs> <laughs> and then they make it work anyway. But okay, this is not movie territory. But this is another thought that I've had. Okay, I could be totally a mean person by saying this, but like, have you ever seen two people? They're obviously a couple because they're like being physically affectionate that are like funky no. looking or awkward or super ner- like like to the extreme. But you're like, oh, oh yeah. they they found each other because no one else would really want to date them. But the person that is exactly like them. And then I feel really guilty because I'm like, but then I feel really good because like I don't no, have to don't date feel guilty them, for them. They, they found, found their person. Like, <laughs> yeah, you do feel kind of a sense of relief that they're out of the game. Now. Yeah, but like no, in a very I feel happy for like, those people in a completely satisfactory way. Like, yeah, they're totally no. happy and they're super attracted to each other. But it's like, ooh, that was a close one. You could have been alone the rest of your life. <laughs> yeah, but absolutely. then I feel like a More bad person. Um, yeah, yeah, I feel like you know that. That's a thing in life. Yeah. If you guys are ugly out there, what Sahali is saying is... You just need to find, find your Find another lobster. Argo. Find... Oh, come on. Hold claws Don't in your making, tank. <laughs> Don't be making H, H-I-M... Uh, wait. H-I-M-Y... How I Met Your Mother? Right? Oh, it's that, Friends. It's no, from Friends. It was Phoebe. That's a Friends reference. Mm-hmm. My bad. My bad. But I do like How I Met, oh, met Your Mother, so could have been equally Sorry, though. everybody. Have you seen the movie The Lobster with uh, Colin Farrell? No, or but I heard is? about it. It sounded good. heard it was good. heard it was good. has has uh, Evie from The Mummy in it. Oh. You ever seen The Mummy with yeah, Brendan Fraser? a long time ago. <laughs> what did you think? Uh, It was all right. Brendan uh, Fraser okay. was pretty good in it. Uh, okay. I mean, uh, it wasn't a horrible okay. movie. That's why it's watchable. Yeah, right. Okay. We all. Mm. Anyways, so shop around the corner. Good movie. Yeah. So, like, yeah. You've got mail. Good movie. And there, yeah. The Mummy. Good movie. <laughs> Star Wars. Last Jedi. Good movie. <laughs> yeah. Good. Yeah. Good movie. Uh,. With plot holes. What's, Giant what's five million plot holes. <laughs> what plot holes? Just because Luke Skywalker had superpowers. It didn't, you know, they broke all the rules of the force. They broke Leia all the rules of space. They broke all the rules of like the dark side and the light side and who Luke Skywalker was allowed to be and and the t- milk. I mean, the alien, uh. <laughs> the alien <laughs> breast milk. <laughs> Do I just have to say the anatomical name and it's okay? I don't know. That You're was, the woman. That was a weird scene, but that's cool. That that one was definitely like, hey, remember the in the very first Star Wars movie With where they weird, drank blue milk? Uh, Guess what? We're bringing it back, but it's gonna be green still this time. Blue milk. But to that be was, fair, I will admit that was like a like, hey, get look at this, everybody. We're making like a joke to you guys. It's like, yeah, we get it. You don't have to put that in there. Yeah, I did like the return of those alien characters, so that was nice. <clears throat> Which alien characters? Just the fact that there were weird aliens because they hadn't really had uh, like interesting aliens for a while. Are you talking about the squirrel owl things? Because I hated those. Well, just that they were interesting. Like, they're different types. I mean, I thought the squirrel oh, owls was were the, cute, but whatever. There was the... I thought they were cute the first time they show them, and then they show them, like, 
every oh, scene that Chewbacca is in, he's interacting thing. with a squirrel owl. What's with the comedy? Like, I mean, I know that um, Rian yeah, Johnson now Star Wars is has really to be, like, into super funny movies. Yeah, I know that Rian Johnson's into that, and like Hot Fuzz and all those action films. Yeah, Rian Johnson did Brick, which I thought was an excellent, awesome, funny ah. film. It's on my list. Oh, you should definitely see it. But like, I don't know. Maybe it's just the way action films are moving towards is that that kind of comedic breaks. But it like totally messes with the Star Wars universe in some ways. You know, here's the thing. It's what big monster franchises that are owned by Disney are heading towards. Because that's. Did you see Ragnarok? No. Okay. Thor Ragnarok was also like a. If you watch Thor 2, it's like a serious, like there's bits of humor in it, but it's like a serious-ish movie. Mm. And Thor Ragnarok was basically like, hey, Guardians of the Galaxy was a funny Marvel movie and that was really successful. Hmm. Let's just do that and just insert jokes and jokes and jokes in every scene and have Thor be like a bro now and be really funny and like cracking wise when he never used to do that. Hmm. Yeah, Kind of destroys continuity. Yeah. But at the same time, it at least like creates a character for him, which he might have I mean, been kind of bland before. Yeah, so that's fair. More I don't dimensions. mind it. It was a good movie. It was directed by the same guy who did Eagle vs. Shark. Have you seen that one? Oh, what? He directed that? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I did see yeah. that. Uh, Eagle vs. Shark. Is a New Zealandian guy. Cool. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Man, we're full on. of tangents today. Yeah, it's gonna be right? a tangent. That's pack. that's the idea. That's cool. the idea. Well, speaking of We're Star not just Wars, talking then talking about old movies, guys. Yeah, I actually saw Star Wars in 4DX. What? I saw it in 4DX. So there were like people poking out at you and stuff. Um, so it's 3D, right? Real they were touching D, you. 3D, and then mm-hmm. uh, your seats moved. Mm-hmm. with the motion of like whatever was going on on screen and then there was like little... did they spray like water in your face yeah water in the face and there was uh puffs of air that would hit you from the below and above and then it like would like punch you in the back and punch you in the supposedly back. there's supposed to be sense there wasn't in star wars but it's i've got to go back i guess for a scented one and um <laughs> Like, it was just actually, like, I would have to admit... (laughs) Gotta go back for that scented Star Wars. (laughs) That I was okay with the plot holes because the movie, like, turned into this, like, adventure roller coaster. And that part was really fun. Like, I was like, oh, okay, I can feel the pure fun of, like, the, And that's what, uh, that's what Jodie Foster's all mad about. Oh. The movies are like rides now. Well, I mean, that's the only way they can get people in theaters because people have giant screen TVs and... And Netflix is free. Yeah, and so is YouTube's. I can yeah. watch kitty videos like on tap, dude. Like kitty video after kitty video and like puppy, puppy, puppy. I fall into a boat crash hole. Fall into you know a car I, crash hole. A like boat crash hole, really? Yeah, you can just like start watching one and then it links to another one. It links to another one. You could go on till the end yeah. of time, I think. Like, you know, you know what I'm pretty sure you could. You know what I always like? is animal adoptions like a dog who adopts a kitten or like a monkey who adopts a tiger have you watched any of these yeah some of them you don't that that doesn't warm your little heart 
to see what like warms my little heart is like a dog like skittering across ice and falling on his butt that's really hilarious what? and it's, it's so it's charming there's actually a video of just like dogs a... on ice dogs slipping on ice that's like a compilation there, video there was a doggy who they brought in a baby cat and it didn't, oh it your heart mother. oh god have you ever seen and the video of cat or dogs trying to get past no, no, no. cats on the stairs no, 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 no. now that's no, funny but the, yeah that's funny <laughs> but the doggy though she she created milk her 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 was it little... green <laughs> ah she created and that milk. is how you put a button on a joke a joke <laughs> oh now you got an accent going on oh You're from no fargo my accent is finally coming out. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, movies are rides now. You can watch scented movies. It's true. Uh, and I'm okay with it. I mean, if extent. it makes uh, plot holes galore palatable, yeah, bring it on. It's just funny. Like, who has to go through a movie and be like, okay, puff of air, spritz of water, punch in the back. No, somebody smell. must because it's so well-timed. Yeah. It happens exactly when... Like, yeah. The feeling of the water or the feeling of movement happens so in sync that it like feels like it. I don't know how to describe that it. That means but it's that amazing. there's 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 going to be like a foley artist for feels. There has to be, yeah. Someone has that job, and it's a dope job. You I know what I'm waiting for? Then, like the full immersive, like you put on a VR helmet and you get dipped into like a matrix goo. You know what I mean? Mm. And like literally any feeling on the screen, you're feeling it and you're just the main character, yeah. the whole movie. I think That's that there's a be. movie coming out like about that, except for it's about video games. Oh, you're talking about player one start or player player one. I don't know, but it's Ready the one where one? like they have to take, they have to like win the game to win the guy's inheritance and then be in control. It's of got, it. uh, yeah, it's got the iron giant in it and the DeLorean from future back maybe future back remember that movie maybe. future back Robert isn't Zemeckis? the world called paradise or something or I you come to the bloody do because of what yeah, you can do you stay in one. the bloody do because of what you can become in the bloody do i forgot what yeah, the it's steven spielberg was. It's yes. what, why are you rocking the michael jackson by the way uh, uh so holly has one glove but i don't want to put a coat just on. one of your hands is glove is cold i don't know i'm just like i'm i'm just messing you know i can't stay still yeah <sighs> this is gonna be an interesting sounding podcast with you rolling around on your bed and sorry <laughs> it's, no it's fine well you just know that i'm like this is i'll you know i'm in my element this is my my yeah it's dope there's gonna be it's sound dope. it's fly it's fresh okay. it's super tight cool so cool yeah is the I didn't mean to cut off Wait, any thought so, you might have had about So if um what? Shop Around the Corner was done in 4DX, yeah. what would happen? Oh, oh, that's a money-making idea. We go back and we take these old movies and we convert them to 4DX and we spit in people's faces and that's, <laughs> that's also a funny thinking. idea. Is, I mean, can I have adult content? Okay. Okay, wait, 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 All wait. Right. Okay, no, no, I don't call me like that, but I was thinking about like super like gross makeouts. You could have water like spraying on the audience. You're like you're a girl. Like saliva Just, like 
flying just go on tinder and find a guy to make out with you at the movies oh there you go. so like while the characters on screen are making out my 4dx experience yeah. would be making out with whoever i get off tinder yeah just some random gross dude mm, uh, who likes really <laughs> spitty so like i get the full effect wait is that what making out is to you um dude is it okay, a very dude, wet affair i have made out with a lot of like fish lip dudes and it's gross mm. men of the world do not fish lip a girl it's gross spit on the face no just keep the spit to a minimum at the beginning i know you're eager i know you want to get to it but spit mm-mm. sucky lips mm-mm. no control yourself sucky lips there's a little lip Man sucking and spit that goes on lips. and i don't like it I don't like it. I like tender, so soft. So Holly likes a dry <clears throat> lip. Yeah, I like a soft, dry lip to start, and then it can progress to spitty later. Like, oh gosh, when it's, okay, when it's more in the this heat of the moment. This is not that kind of podcast. When it's more, in we the talk heat about your moment. spitty lip preferences. Gross. Uh, well, but would it not be funny though mm-hmm. if you were like yeah come see this 4dx movie and it was literally just a dude like <laughs> just like <laughs> and spitting in your face and blowing on you and punching you oh god <laughs> you get in the full experience that would have been 4dx in 1940 like if they really did have a 4dx theater yeah it would just be some dude with a fan and like a spray bottle and like punching gloves and I'm not going to lie, though. I do totally want to see movies in this 4DX thing you're talking about, though. Oh, yeah. That sounds awesome. No, it's really cool. I would have to say, like, it's it sounds, like, gimmicky, but it actually, like, there are a lot of elements of it that do really accentuate the movie, I would say. So, I know it's, but I don't think that 4DX is in very many theaters right now, so. I'm sure it's not, but hopefully it will be. Yeah, because, well, the whole theater has to be, like, retrofitted to have these weird seats and flashy lights and water sprays and Lord. And then someone has to clean all that up. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, the funny thing is the water. I mean, water, I guess they're not like hosing you no, down. No, the water, like yeah. just you, it's just enough to give you a sensation because like as soon as the spray would go off, I felt like, you know, I wasn't really that wet. Um, like I felt my face and I was like, oh, cause like it's going to spray you more than once. You don't want to continue to like get so much spray on you that you're like really wet by the end. So they've like got what it to if a I go science. See water world. I know. What if it's a water movie? Oh my goodness. What are they going to do? We're like every time something splashes, there's. Yeah. Let's see Jaws in 4DX. That would be good. See that. That's something people would like definitely pay oh yeah forty dollars yeah. to go watch too yeah because jaws has all these like ah, moments actually it doesn't i feel like jaws only has like one jump scare in the whole movie Da-dun. and it's when that it's when the dead body Da-dun. floats out of the building you remember that not out of the building out of the boat mm. which are the buildings of the ocean. i just remember the you part remember that's that? like i think we're gonna need a bigger ship okay so you first of all made a voice that was not in the movie and misquoted sure the most popular quote in the movie. I'm pretty sure this was Crunky from Jaws. He sounded just Krunky? like this. I just made up a name. He sounds crunchy. So his name is Crunchy. Oh. So and he's the captain of the ship, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Right? Maybe his name's Which Crustacean. Crustacean okay, Joe. You're missing. You're missing. Come on, <laughs> Crunchy. He's a captain. What am I getting at? Oh, Captain Crunch. There we go. Yeah, you think you're funny, but mm-mm. Hmm? 
Anyways, so <clears throat> yeah, people would definitely pay for that with Jaws though, because that's like a big, huge movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, people would you could do that to all the old Star Wars movies. That's you know, true. you could really, you could really make it happen. That's true. You, oh, you're putting your charger <laughs> in your mouth. <laughs> what, dude? Why do you have to call me out like that? On oh, your podcast. Never, I mean, yeah. I mean. Uh, uh, sorry, I was watching this episode of New Girl, and she put her charger in her mouth. I everybody. was thinking. Hey, if you put your charger <laughs> in your mouth and then you plug it into your phone, does it go blink and like charge your phone? No, I forget you can you see tried? me. I start contemplating, and yes, you need to stop. Call me. Stop looking at me. Call me Jesse Eisenberg. Because now you see me. Now you see me. Was a movie. Oh, starred Jesse I did not see that movie. It also starred Woody Harrelson and uh, Emma Stone or something like that. I forget. Hmm, sounds like it might be a good movie. <clears throat> yeah, they made a sequel, which was called "Now You See Me Too" instead oh, of the natural title. Oh, I thought title, it would be, would be "Now You, now don't. you don't." Exactly. Because <laughs> <laughs> then you get out the whole set. Now you see me. Yeah. Now you don't. <laughs> mm-hmm. It also had Morgan Freeman and. Uh, who was Alfred in the Batman movies? Oh. The old ones? Oh. The middle ones? Magic trick guy. Um, Michael Caine. Yeah. Magic trick. <laughs> Is that not remember. a reference to Now You See Me? <laughs> He's in the Prestige. Oh, from He's uh, like, Prestige. That's yeah. three parts to the magic trick. <laughs> you know what? You say, you say if you say <laughs> my... You say my cocaine, and you're saying his name in his own voice. My cocaine. My cocaine. <laughs> my cocaine. <laughs> it's like magic trick has three parts. <laughs> That's why I just he doesn't, like. Get he doesn't f his ths. Three parts. Has three parts. <laughs> One. The first part. It's two, the present. I guess. The second part. <laughs> and three. The prestige. Yeah. One is the setup. You get your audience going. <laughs> <laughs> Two. Definitely shifting. <laughs> you have it all done. You get your audience going. <laughs> Two. You make it go away. <laughs> you can't just make it go away. <laughs> yeah, for bring it back. That's called the prestige. The prestige. <laughs> That's called the prestige. <laughs> When you bring out another baby bird instead of the one you killed. Because, I mean, you think the bird's okay, but really, you, you murdered really, it. You just killed the bird. You just murdered the bird. But and I'm gonna, it's okay, because it's just a bird. The picture of the bird being murdered, and that's foreshadowing. We kill. This we is the blanks I'll go for, the prestige. Hey, spoiler <laughs> alert for the prestige, yeah. Wait, is that what you just said? <laughs> no, I didn't. I just said, that's what you call the prestige. <laughs> There'll be David Bowie later as well. If you Don't like, worry. yeah, playing Nikola Tesla, right? Yeah. Nikola Tesla. <clears throat> Isn't it funny that David Bowie died before Michael Caine? Is he younger? Wait, yeah, right? I don't know. Isn't Michael Caine like a hundred? I mean, who knows how much plastic surgery David Bowie... Isn't Michael Caine like a (laughs) hundred? Who knows how much like David Bowie, you know, like rock stars just don't age. Like, you just don't think of them as aging. 
So he could be mm. like a million years old. I mean, he's dead now, but he could be could have been a million years old and we would have never known. I feel like he was. Like he's the type of person who would have been a million. And maybe he's not really dead. Maybe he just went back into hiding so that he could reemerge in a few yeah. years as a different celebrity. Iggy Stardust. Iggy Stardust. Right? That's it's a nickname, right? I have no idea. Okay. I should not be talking about David Bowie because I'm not a huge David Bowie fan. He had two different eyes, right? He had two eyes. Yeah, like most people, David Bowie one had was, two eyes. One was blue and one was oh, green. Oh, he or had something hemochromia like yeah. or whatever that. Oh wait, yeah, no, he had hemophilia. <laughs> yeah. No, there's a word for it, and I think hemochromia. I think that's a blood disorder. So it's not that hemophilia no hemophilia is different that is a blood disorder as well but a different one okay not to be wait a blood disorder makes you have you're medical you're wearing scrubs right now uh Mm -hmm. uh, so the hema hema makes you have two different eyes hemochromatosis it's when you have chromatosis um too much iron in your blood it retains too much iron Mm. and it's not good for you apparently and it makes your eyes different colors. No, it no. That's why I was saying. I think I said the wrong thing. Oh, never mind then. <laughs> it does not make your eyes the same color, but there is a condition. There's the no same word for color. That. Hmm. You mean different colors? Two different. Anyways, colors. <clears throat> you know what digress. I say way too often on this podcast is anyways. I should stop saying that. 2018. No more saying anyways. 2018. What are your New Year's resolutions? Well, We're then. recording this on January 1st, everybody. It's not. Huh. <laughs> what are your new year's resolutions um exercise get more mm-hmm. sleep oh good one. eat better you know okay. stereotypes uh yeah there was one other thing that was actually pretty bad i mean pretty dope pretty bad pretty dope. bad pretty dope is <laughs> pretty it uh, dope. less less uh wet tinder lips i'm assuming that would be nice if i could you know get you know Ooh. someone i actually like to date me oh dear oh my um sad oh me, oh the my. life of sahali um <clears throat> no no yeah, no there's yeah, a good yeah, one yeah. uh i'll think of it don't worry what's yours give me yours yeah uh, yeah exercise sleep more and uh you know finally get bin laden <laughs> hey i've got some good news for you what we got him he's dead we got him that's He's what dead. you think. Uh oh. That's what you, you probably think. don't think. Nine eleven was perpetrated by Al Qaeda too. Whoa, whoa. Okay, different podcast. Yeah. If you uh, want to hear all of my conspiracy theories, you can listen to my other podcast called. There's some things we'll never know. Yep, that's fine. But we can know how it feels when Luke Skywalker spits in your face. We can. Wait. So when the blue milk came out, did you feel a spritz of water? No, they were nice and didn't do that. Okay, good. But anytime mm. there was water, they were jumping in and stuff. You definitely got sprayed. <clears throat> so I'll get off of the 4DX. It's okay. It's okay. Also, maybe I should get off the whole podcast because I just realized we've been going for an uh, hour 14 now. We can probably start wrapping it up, right? <laughs> yeah. Don't you have like wrap up things we have to do? Uh, yeah. What's your favorite color? Red. And, uh, who did you vote for in 2016? The opposite of red. 
<laughs> hey, there was, Ew. I mean, there were, I mean, you know, honestly, I mean, honestly, if I could have voted for who I really wanted to vote for, it would have been Bernie Sanders. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, Larry typical Sanders. millennial hipster, you know. Oh, 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 that's another thing I was going to say. Uh, I feel like you could remake Shop Around the Corner again now, but it would be like super hipstery, wouldn't it? Because it'd be like, oh, you read that book? I've read that book. Have you read this book? (laughs) What I'm basically saying is, if you you read books, you're a hipster. No, but yeah, the the quote, like the, uh, the dialogue between them as far as, what they consider to be cultured. Oh, that's another note I wanted to make. I actually took notes and I forgot to use any of them um, in this podcast. This is a useless podcast right now, isn't it? <laughs> what? Yeah, we kind of just went on like and everything on. And I do? This is anything that we meant to talk about. Um, Mr. <clears throat> Cram- Creme Brulee, uh, basically, his, his story is like, his happy ending is like, well... I don't have a wife, but at least the capitalism, you know, <laughs> like, that's true. He goes to a store and he's like, well, you guys, the store is being so successful on Christmas Eve. This is my real home. <laughs> this is where I've spent all my time. I mean, I, is it a commentary on workaholism? I'm not sure. It, but it wasn't, it's not like it was ever. He did get to, I guess, go have dinner with Rudy, a 17-year-old boy. <laughs> we'll not talk but, about uh, how that's weird. I mean, I get it. He, you know, they both <laughs> needed someone to be... It was it was sweet. I didn't read too much into it. That's good. Keep it on the up and up. In today's world, you know. You never know. It uh, would have been read differently. <laughs> dun, 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 but, dun. Yeah. That was his... Okay. <laughs> Bong bong. Okay. Wait. <laughs> this Law and Order? Yeah. <laughs> SVU? I'm slightly obsessed with Law and Order SVU, but that sounds like a Law okay. and S- That sounds like a Law and Order SVU episode right there. Oh, when a man Mr. goes to dinner Monichick, with a, with a watch what you're doing. <laughs> Where someone's uh, moving boxes from one place to the other and being like, yeah, I know her. She used to come in here every day. Mm-hmm. She lives at 492 Westbrook Avenue. <laughs> but I don't have any information for you. You better go talk to those people in that precinct. Yeah. You better go talk to someone else at a different location and move the and story you know along. What? You think it's going to be the first suspect, but it never is. It's going to be at least the fourth suspect. So don't show. get your hopes up Because this really gross hey. creepy dude Is not going to be the killer And he's not going to be it's the rapist been- <laughs> either <laughs> Like they give you like they, five uh, people Who are just gross and like you want them To be in jail but they didn't commit the crime And you're like what the These people should They're like How many crimes were this many creepy people End up showing up that happened not to have done anything wrong <clears throat> Doesn't make any sense to me a lot it's kind of like Dr. House. I mean, if he was a real doctor, House. he'd suck at being a doctor because he like picks so many wrong treatments to give people and then they almost die mm-hmm. like five times and then he finally he, he figures it out. He would have killed a lot of people. Yeah. Have you seen Chance? <clears throat> no. The rapper? It's Yeah, Chance the rapper. <laughs> He's um no. 
It's a Hulu show with oh. uh, Hugh Laurie and Ethan Suplee. And Ethan Suplee is really fat in it, which is sad. Because do you know who Ethan Suplee is? Uh, do you ever see My Name is Earl? He was the brother, Randy. Mm. He was the fat guy in Remember the Titans, I think. And oh, okay. he was in Butterfly <clears throat> yeah, Effect. Yeah, I think I know who he is, yeah. He's he's in his career he usually been like a big fat guy, but he lost like a ton of weight and was like not a big fat guy anymore. But then they forced him in chance to become <laughs> well, fat again. Yeah, in, in chance he's like a big fat guy again. But <laughs> he's like a really like cool, like fights really well action y fat guy. So it like kinda made me like, yeah, I'm kinda like kinda digging this like it took it Fat, to another but level. athletic, even Suplee. Yeah, it was it was cool. It's a good show. Uh, the first season is really good, and I like the second season too. But uh, it's kind of different. But did you watch Parks and Rec? Mm-hmm. Did you watch the first season? Mm-hmm. You remember the character Mark Brandanowitz? Mm-hmm. I remember that guy that character, is but... on. Mm. He's on season two of Chance. He plays a scary murderer. <laughs> Fabulous yeah. scary murderer. It's a good show. I like it. Um, but yeah, Hugh Laurie plays a doctor named Dr. Chance, and the show is called Chance, and Hugh Laurie was in House, and he was Dr. House. In the oh show. my god. I just think that that's funny. original that, like, thought on this planet. Hugh Laurie has to be... It's not like a medical show, though. He's like a, tr- he's like a psychologist, like a psychologist so specializing different. in traumatic events and whatnot, and it's, uh, it's fun. And he falls in love with this girl, and yeah. Oh, okay. Okay, so Holly is ready to wrap it up. <laughs> no, so, I like, well, I mean, I don't, I'm no, I like talking on and on, but oh snap! You know what? I just remembered that we used to do on season one of the podcast that I haven't done with either of the episodes I recorded so far. Mm-hmm. Is we used to do like movie recommendations at the end, yeah. based on whether or not you like this movie. So, do you got any of those? <clears throat> yeah, I was thinking about it. Um, so along the whole lines of like simple plot, character driven stories, and they don't make them anymore. I recently saw a movie that I thought was a really good version of that lost art. <clears throat> mm-hmm. I don't know if you've seen Lady Bird yet. Not um, yet. I saw the trailer on Instagram. Yeah, <laughs> me too. Good. That's what I originally saw too. But it's a Greta Gerwig, which I love her, directed. Um, uh, and I think her name's uh, how you say it, Serini, Sar, Sar, Serena Williams, Sar, <laughs> Sarmini, Sar, Sorini, Ron, yeah, whatever. that's probably it. Anyways, you've seen her and stuff. Um, yeah, <laughs> uh, she was in Atonement, in the trailer for Ladyburg, but Lady that Berg? movie, like, was <laughs> it was like the least cliche film I've seen in a long time. For the most oh, part, okay. And the characters really yeah, good. I, it was very uh, character arc driven. So I heard a lot of uh, hipsters <clears throat> on Instagram praising it. So yeah, I'll have to check it out. It's a very and it uh, kind of takes a very like um, viewpoint on people that is very non judgmental on religion. That's non judgmental. It's just kind of like presenting it and showing it cool. through the eyes of this girl who's kind of a rebel. I'll have to check it out, dude. Totes, who's what? Who's kind of a rebel, like. Her family's a little yeah. dysfunctional, and that's probably why she she is a little, like, you know, more edgy, but, like, in a <clears throat> thoughtful, intellectual slant to it, so. Dope. It's really good. The performances were really good. 
And what about uh, Star Wars The Last Jedi? Would you recommend that one? I mean, when you think of Shop Around the Corner, you think of Star Wars The the Jedi, The Last Jedi, The Last Jedi. Definitely. In 4DX. Of course. I do want to see that. Uh, Let me think. Uh, For this one, obviously go see You've Got Mail. Uh, Watch Mm -hmm. The Apartment. Remember that one? Mm -hmm. That one was good. Right? That's another Sahali-related movie. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, what's another movie that this reminds me of? A movie with uh, two people where they love each other. There's a lot of those. Uh, <laughs> Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift. So, oh, okay. Anyways, I guess uh, this this will we'll go ahead and wrap it up before we come up on an hour and a half here. And uh, so Holly, oh, oh, anything, uh, any projects, anything creative out on the, uh, out in the airwaves you want to tell people about? Uh, I wish I'm like digging a lot of prerequisites, so I'm real busy, but I mean, I do my painting and my <clears throat> recording of music once in a while, but golf, golf. I've been dating, music? Uh, I've been dating a lot. I guess I could promote my Tinder profile. Um, yeah. What city are you in? What's the area? Seattle. Code? So you need to swipe in Seattle, um, and uh, by area code is nine eight one zero three. And we already said where you work. And, so mm-hmm. if someone wants to go mm-hmm. ahead and find you and yeah. uh, be creepy, there you go. Yeah. So I mean, I could use a a decent. I mean, I've had some better dates, but I mean, I've been dating a lot. That's been one of my pursuits, um, just because it's easy to fit in and around all the other things I'm trying to do. Dry lip men only. Yes, please. I, on the other hand, deleted Tinder and Bumble from my phone because I was getting no results. And for real classy, <laughs> this has been Christopher Emerson and Sahali Jensen. Thank you so much for being on the podcast again, Sahali. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, you sound real excited. Ah, uh, no, <laughs> and, I just, uh, I'm tuckered. Tuckered everlasting. <laughs> thank you for listening. To Real Classy, the podcast where we talk about old movies because new movies are only new for a short time, but old movies will only get older. Good night.